1: Do the last episode of our 1995 season. This is living in the past. We're a podcast that goes through a month of the nineties every single week, but not this week. We're going with our year in review, uh, along with me, as always, is Ben. Hello. We're going um, through it every month now. Yeah, we're going through it all the months. So just, now it's now it's the test. Um, oh, it's multiple choice. It's the Westpac. I Westpac. have already failed. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, it's this is uh, this is big. Um, for some reason. And I think because like this is our sixth season, um, I was still talking to my wife before I started recording. I said, "I reckon I'm going to have like a, a '90s free month as of now, as of like, the end of this episode." And she's like, "You won't be able to do it," but because um, she has tremendous faith in me. Um, but yeah, of course, uh, <laughs> I, I'm I'm really trying to like. I, I think I just need like a big old break. So I think yeah, for the next month or so, it's just going to be only. Probably newer stuff. Like I, I've I've missed out on a lot of newer stuff um, with this season. Um,
2: but also, don't forget that 1996 from having a sneak peek ahead isn't really the nineties anymore. I don't what I don't know what 1996
1: is. 1996 is is looking like a strange beast. Like all the stuff that I thought was in 1996 is in 1997.
2: <laughs> yeah, 97 looks incredible. Yeah, and I
1: know. 96
0: <laughs> is this
2: weird blip of like uh, we're it's... over the nineties. Let's have it. A... That's that's what happened. We had six years of the 90s and in 96, everyone was like, I'm fucking tired of this 90s yeah, shit. They did, they did and everyone the thing. took a break. Yeah, like me. And in 97, <laughs> they were like, nah, actually, it was pretty sick. Let's go back to how it was. Yeah, yeah.
1: So it's just like... Except Spice Girls. Yeah. And No Code. Yes. But like, nearly nearly every movie that I thought was like, oh, it's going to be great. I'm like, nope, 97. All right. Um, but we should... we Look, we're getting way ahead of ourselves. We should be talking about 1995.
2: Not um, way ahead. It's only the next episode.
1: Yeah so like this this is the first episode you're listening to that's weird but that's okay welcome thank you uh, this is Probably our a good non- starting point yeah you know what i um, downhill our, from here though On our other podcasts that do you think on spooky our our highest uh ranking one is our last one the the, the of, of season 2 where we did top fives for the season like that one's like just skyrocketed ahead of everything else yeah. so I was like ah oh, okay people maybe people do like these sort of things people want to know what the best of the worst is yeah, I don't want to listen to every single episode. I just want to have a good sum up. Yeah. Um so what we'll do is we're gonna uh, do top five uh albums of nine oh five, top five movies and also top ten songs. And what we used to do is like we used to split up the songs of new ones we'd come into um contact with and and old ones that we knew from before we started the podcast. Now we just mashed them together to make a top ten. So Um and hopefully like we both have said to, said to each other that, that we're not going to like each other's lists. Um, I do think we talked a lot about like last season with the um you know whatever you've been listening to sort of lately, you're yeah. that so that recency bias sort of thing. This one I was just like I think it's very much on mood like next week I could have a completely different top ten songs, but this is the this is the songs that I'm into right now at this time. Um, and we don't tend to go by other film, other song lists that are, have been published before because, like, everyone knows those songs. These are the songs that have been near and dear to us. So, I I tried to publish my not
2: publish. I tried to have my own list that I was creating on Spotify throughout this season. Yeah, and at some point, I stopped or added the wrong songs to the wrong playlist, and I had a bunch of 1994 songs, <laughs> which has confused me quite greatly. Yeah, um, Gangsters Paradise was almost my number one again i'm pretty sure i had that last year
1: yeah i, th- no, I think two. you had, no, i think you had that one for our uh episode with shannon um when we we, we read it our, uh, uh, our yes. so i think that's I think that might have and we said at the time this is probably con- going to confuse us at the end of the year and it did so but
2: um, again gangsters paradise and kiss from a rose have been around for so long that yeah. who knows when they even came
1: out Look, and when we get to 1996, I can guarantee you that Gangster's Paradise is still going to be around. So,
2: and I'll still be considering it for a top five. <laughs>
1: um, so let's just do. Um, we'll just go to do a quick little um review of like the uh the, the months and stuff like that. So, January, uh, we um we talked about it, so many things. It was it was the year of tolerance, and by God, was everyone tolerant? Um, and, it, and, and, and we're never intolerant again. Your yep. favorite film was, I believe, we both had Before Sunrise, but it might have been Higher Learning. I'm not, I can't remember. For uh, sure.
2: Mine was Higher Learning, kind of by default. Yes. Yeah. It, um, I didn't
1: love it, but you know, I, I watched it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, your uh, I remember your album was that um, is it Zampano? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're really good. You like they're them like, as well. I don't give I remember that. at the start of the season where, like, we, and mine was Team Dretch, and I was like, all, all our favorite um, songs are going to be like these underground ones. And then the next season, it's probably like, oh, it's Alanis. Okay, cool. We'll just do that then. Yep. Uh, much. So that but was that was, a,
2: that was a really strong start. I remember, like, previously, I think we talked about it last year. Yeah. Jan-Feb can be a weak start, but, you know. Yeah, this one pretty
1: strong. This one dipped in the middle something something bad. I remember like it was a uh, it was it was h- hard. Um so for February um we talked about Riverdance and we talked about <laughs> um Pamela and Tom Lee getting getting married. Uh my favorite uh movie of that one, I believe was Shallow Grave. It um, was? With Brady, Brady Bunch movie Nipping at its Heels. Um cuz I found that that was very delightful. Um what was yours again? Uh, shamefully, Billy Madison. That's right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And this is when when Jewel first came on the scene.
1: Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think we it was both. An exciting Jewel. time.
2: Yeah. How could yeah. you not? You. Ma- no. You had. No. Um, no. PJ I had Harvey. Uh,
1: PJ Harvey was a song, but I think Jewel yes. was the was the um, was the album. And so. of
2: course, Mike Watt, with his uh, little Eddie Vedder backing.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. We talked about that. Yeah. And that yeah. other guy. <laughs> you know, the other one. At the, the start of the season, we liked it. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe, maybe not. Yeah, it was a different time. Yeah. Um, in uh, March, we talked about sarin gas attacks in Tokyo. Because, um, you know, that was a fun thing to, to, to talk about. <laughs> um, and also, the um, uh, we had a couple of uh, missing persons, high-profile missing persons. We had, um, and also a murder um, of the singer Selena. Um, my film, I believe, for that one was, I'm trying to remember... Was it Muriel? Uh yours was Outbreak. Out- oh of course outbreak, yeah. Yeah.
2: And mine was Once Were Warriors, closely followed by Tommy Boy. But um the music for that for March was was tough. Yeah, that was what we was... had Ready had, Silver Chair, Mad Season, Presidents, um <laughs> Mine was presidents. Faith uh, No More. But... Yeah. It was it was a big month. Yeah, and was yours was
1: I think "River of Deceit" by Mad Season was my song, and you—you you had uh the Benz. I'm assuming was yours.
2: Uh, the Benz was my album, and "Pure Massacre" was my song. That's right. Also, yeah. uh, the highlight of the month, aside from those, uh, Michael Jordan announced his comeback. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That was that was big time news. See if I was doing
1: the test on on sport, I'd be failing right now. You would. <laughs> um, test. March came around and uh, we we both didn't think much of Bad Boys I remember that um, very very clearly um, yeah. I do believe Village of the Damned was my favourite movie and I still stick by that <laughs> uh... <laughs> yeah, I can't remember I what yours was I think yours was a true duty <laughs>
2: uh, Mine was Friday
1: I remember and we talked a lot about Rob Roy because it was like the lesser like, thought of as as the lesser brave heart but isn't there's nothing lesser about it
2: no they're the same <clears throat> this is also where i discovered um we talked about t- the band tilt yes and how laura oh. randomly found that on vinyl in melbourne one day i was like wow this is a really good song and oh, it came out in 95 um and i we believe i think
1: we both picked tilt because i think the 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 music was um uh slim pickings that month uh, yeah it was
2: um yeah. i think i our, our, both our albums was The Muffs. Mm-hmm. Because, yep. you know, it was all right. Um, I can give you one little test if you like. Oh, sure. Who scored
1: the fastest goal in that month? Oh, Chris Sutton from Blackburn Rovers. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> nice work. I tried to download it on Xbox Game Pass. They put the Premier League manager up. Um, oh, so yeah. I, I downloaded it and I tried to play it and I'm like, this is confusing and hard to read. So I was like, nah, I can't do this. Yeah. <laughs> um, need, I feel like you need to be seasoned or have a lot of time. Also, yeah, that's the thing. And also, like, I believe it's better, just better on laptop because there's like a lot of weird button combinations I had to do. Um, So for May, uh, I believe we both picked Die Hard as the... Uh
2: No. Okay. Uh, May, you had like, Crimson Tide. I Crimson had Died, yeah. May was another...
1: What a weird one! Because uh, we did we did a a, a watch along with the, uh, with the guys in the background talking about the construction. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. City planners. That was a good time. <laughs> it was a good time. Yeah. We have to think uh, about um, you... our uh, watch along for next season.
2: That was that was a, another sl- like it really dipped. Forget Paris um, was that
1: one. Yeah. You, you are. <laughs> <laughs> so, Chris Isaac. Yeah, that was good. Um, Braveheart. That wasn't.
2: Um... <laughs> <laughs> the Premier League ended, and your your boy Chris Sutton took out the league with uh, Blackburn.
1: Yeah, oh, my boy. He's not my boy.
2: He is what now. about?
1: Uh, Johnny till... was
2: was May as well. Remember that? Oh yeah,
1: that one. That, that the movie that confused you. The one, Spider the that, Baby. The movie that we um, uh, we found out that the script was just not dropped off on Karen uh, Rees's doorstep. It's like, oh wow. Yeah. Written um, by
2: Father Dougal, apparently. <clears throat> not
1: quite a spider, but it's not quite a baby. <laughs> spider baby. Uh, Tism um brought out their, their first album. Um we had, it was a pretty is it was a, not a bad month for um for for music. I think he liked um Supergrass. Uh, um I love myself some Everclear.
2: And uh Alanis. Yeah it's also Alanis month. Yeah. Um yeah, that was. A, that but was like for wrong. being, this was for June. Like it should have been better. Mm. Like I remember saying at the time, we had Batman and Congo and Pocahontas and Apollo Thirteen, but like there wasn't, there was no Jurassic Park. No, no? Um, Even coming up in July, like there was no.
1: I think um, yeah, like th- th- having that that one big blockbuster. Apparently, um, I'm hearing good things about the Dungeons and Dragons movie as being like a a. a A throwback to '90s and 2000s like big blockbuster movies, so it's made me want to want to see it. Mm. Uh, (laughs) July we had um, first night, which was awful. Nine months, which was even more awful.
0: Yeah, Siege Two, which was (laughs) (laughs) it
1: was just an awful month. But we had Sandy B um, coming through with the net, and Paul Rudd
2: uh, hooking up with his distant sister. Mm -hmm. Is it distant stepsister?
1: Is yes, it decent?
2: It's not blood related. <laughs> well, that's fine. I mean, what what Paul Rudd and Alicia Silverstone were doing was miles better. Like, not even on the same planet, better than what they were
1: doing in Kids. Yeah. No stars. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, for the music, we had um, yeah, nothing. We had Foo Fighters. Foo mm-hmm. Fighters. Um, and we we had I had Arnie DeFranco. I remember that was like I really like that album. Um, but yeah, look. Um, going into August, it was was rough. We had the Microsoft release of Windows ninety five with Chandler and Rachel. Oh yeah. (laughs) Um, We also had Babe, um, virtuosity, uh, a walk. um, Sorry, Mortal Kombat. It was a dangerous minds. Yeah, dangerous minds with the um the criminal. Waste of nachos, um, oh, in one scene. I, I still think about that. I think about that nearly every week. Um, <laughs> uh, and with the music we had for August, this is my vamping because I
2: we did we did have a couple of bends in August, which was a highlight. Folds and Harper.
1: Oh yeah, it was a bend month.
2: And you had your uh, your ranky boys finally arrived with their wolves.
1: <laughs> oh no, get on, get good on them. And we had oh, also the uh, the mountain mountain goats released too. One of one of two or three. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, super as well. It was a big month for like yeah. Look, September's just always. We had uh, garbage as well. I remember like it was a really tough month for um picking uh picking my favorite. Uh, we're going on to October. September. September. I said. I said. I said September. What are you fucking talking about? <laughs> <clears throat> uh, stay. We had two Wong Wong Fu, Um, we had Hackers, Canadian Baker, Usual Suspect, which is garbage, Seven, which is definitely not, Um, Showgirls, which we both were supposed to watch and didn't. (laughs) Still haven't. (laughs) Still haven't. Halloween 6, The Curse of
2: Malcolm Myers. I think I've decided, unlike last season's Malcolm X, I'm not making Showgirls this year's Malcolm X, (laughs) Uh, I've decided I'm not going to watch Showgirls because it is not as important as Malcolm X. Um, But one day, I will
1: watch it. And I'll, I'll allay your fears right now that I did not put Halloween Six: The Curse of Mark and Myers on my top five movies. Okay, as much as I fucking wanted to. Are you it sure? And I'm I'm sure. Okay, it pained me to do it because I was like, look, uh, I want to, I really do, but I have too much respect for the game. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm I not. I
2: very that. nearly had Basketball Diaries on my list. Really? It was just I know same as as powder like I know I probably shouldn't <clears throat> really appreciate it but
1: uh it's just it was good uh, September we had um also uh, fi- um, uh jawbreaker blur um, I remember how, liking we had um the real chili peppers come out with um that album with airplane on it that <laughs> <laughs> no yeah it doesn't matter it doesn't count
2: we also had um snooker in Australia
1: by the way we did In
2: yeah. September yeah
1: How about yeah. that I can't believe I remember that. I think I thought I fell asleep. Um, Superchunk, um, yeah, it was good. Like September's like it was a it was a big, big one. Like in that time, that sort of um, in America, I suppose the the fall is a big um, release month.
2: Speaking of the fall, uh, what else we had in September? Our
1: old mate. What's that? Lenny was back. Oh, Lenny was back. Yeah. <laughs> <Doom>. <laughs> Gross. He's happy. Do it twice. Doom doom. Um, <laughs> For October, we had uh, Death Leopard play Three Continents in One Day, which sounds good, but then found out their acoustic performances, so fuck them. Um, Probably in the airport. <laughs> airport lounge. Uh, Shannon Hood um, um, uh, unfortunately died from a cocaine overdose. Uh, we had um, Assassins, which I thought was another movie. <laughs> that star. <laughs> Antonio uh,
2: Banderas. And- <laughs> another thing in October is you chose... Your film of the month was To Die For. Yes. When the film More Rats was also released,
1: yeah, I, 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 as much as we did a, we do a, a, an episode on it because we do, we do like Kevin Smith. Um, it's not great. It's not a great movie. <laughs> like not in the in the terms of like I was just like, and this, this is all about finding new stuff for me. So it's like, and to die for, mm. I had I don't think I'd ever seen before. So I was like, I think just that whole, this is new. This is cool. Um, I like something different um it was it was the the Kevin Smith film that I was probably not looking forward to the most of going back to because I remember it being
2: look it's not a great film but that's beside look we <laughs> went and saw the original evil dead on friday night oh. and was that loud and annoying there was there was quite a discussion afterwards because I didn't really like it and I've yeah, never like. really liked it I've never liked evil dead I, I, yeah. but I was given the impression that i i mean you have to appreciate it because they're a bunch of kids and they made a movie but i couldn't get past the fact that i didn't think it was very good <laughs> <laughs> and it's the same as more rats but i grew up with more rats and i love more rats and despite the quality not being that good and the acting not being that good i'm like i like these guys this is fun this is me 16 in my bedroom when watching shit that i shouldn't
1: yeah Look, I, look, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to chasing Amy because I've actually held off from watching that for like the last few years while we're doing this because I've, i I've I'm watched that since like probably the early two thousands. So um, <coughs> I'm hoping that doesn't get ruined for me. No, <laughs> but yeah, it'll be good. Um, moving on, we should get, the, we should get to the top of the lists. Uh, November. I remember. Um, I think I did that last, that joke last, last year. So. Probably. Um, Ace Ventura when nature calls, your balls are showing. Um, <laughs> Golden Eye, uh, which we also did a, we didn't do it, we did an episode on it. We didn't do a, um, we thankfully didn't do a uh, watch long because mm. we uh, would we have fallen asleep. Um, casino Money Train, um, which I thought was really good. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out it's not. <laughs> no, I, I, Nick of Time, which I, I I hated myself for for liking, but I had a really good time watching that.
2: Fair Game, which seemed like. Uh... The makers of Evil Dead made before they made Evil Dead,
1: <clears throat> and we also had um the birth of Smelly Cat, which we both agreed was should be um. Have you that if uh, you heard that statement from Jennifer Harrison? She's doing like the rounds because have she's got a new Adam Sandler movie she's promoting. Oh. And someone asked her about um friends, and she's like, "Yeah, I don't think it'll be made these days because people are people are a bit too much too too sensitive these days. Like people." People look back on it now and they they think it's offensive. And she's like, "I'm not sure if it, if it is, but like, um, that
2: is that is the wrong wording, Jennifer. Try again."
1: <laughs> I think. Well, she she did walk the line of she's she's not saying she thinks people are sensitive. She was she did it kind of in a racial way. She's like, oh, I I don't, I don't know, I don't know. I think people are sensitive now." <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, um, but like there's a, there's a whole and like a lot of a lot of the responses I've seen is like, yeah, it was probably. Not great for its time, but you can't deny the um, legacy it had on the sitcom formula. Like, but why from...
2: can't more people come out and say, yeah, it wasn't great. We didn't know any better. It kind of did some good things maybe. And, you know, it was great for TV and for a yeah. certain culture. But at the same time, it's really very damaging and, yeah, yeah, it shouldn't be made now.
1: Yeah. But then I've also heard like that same thing about Modern Family, which I I, I watched like last year. Like, I did the entire run. And it's like people have got their problems with that too. And it's just like, ah, uh, like I get it. I get every. I get. I get anyone's criticism or something. Um, I can see. I can usually see from their, their point of view. But I'm like, yeah, I don't know whether it's like.
2: Not if you like something. Not mm, if it's your baby, Modern Family. You love your Modern Family.
1: Oh no! Like I mean, I'll I'll still watch <laughs> it because I think it's funny. But like, I can totally see why people won't like it. Like there's <laughs> there's a bunch in there that like you know, but it's that thing of like I can't like yeah I'm probably. I'm not the disposition like of completely cancelling stuff out unless it's like a really, really big reason, obviously. Yeah. But, um, we had Alice in Chains, uh, their self-titled album, their last album with, um, Staley. daily. Uh, we had the last queen album. We had Sunny day real estate, which I thought you're going to love, but you didn't. Um, it just didn't stand up to a diary. Yeah, true. Um, and we had, uh, Oh. With, uh, Bruce Springsteen with his one, hey, man of yep. his river of dreams, <laughs> his river of dreams. Um, and then for the yeah so for and then for December uh, which was just last week so we, went, so we had um, Michael Jackson collapsing um, The Queen asking Charles to and to divorce and then quite a lot of films uh, which we spent a lot of time on and then worked out that like again once again quantity not quality is not always a good thing <laughs> Um, but we found some, that's, we found some good ones in that.
2: That's why there's only four curling events throughout the calendar year.
1: Yeah, yeah. You don't want to, you don't want to over curl. No. Cool. Um, so that's with with all that's that's a, a quick look back on the year. Um, we also had a bunch of bonus episodes in there. So go go back and check if you haven't checked it all out. Like there's there's some there's some good stuff in there. Um, but let's let's start off. What do you want to start off with? Let's, we're going to do the, the lists. So.
2: Um, should we sandwich the films?
1: Sandwich the films? Yeah, yeah sure. Why not? Let's. Um, we'll,
2: we'll start off with some some albums, films, and then we'll finish off on the very long top ten of songs. All
1: right. Cool. That sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That, uh, that is good. Good idea, Ben.
2: <laughs> What's your number five,
1: Mr. Paul? Oh, I'm Sam. Okay. Cool. Um. I should get Oh, shit. <laughs> um. So my number five. Um, I know that you weren't a big fan of it. Um, I'm gonna, <laughs> I should I should just record that as a soundbite because I'm gonna say it before everything <laughs> I this thing. It's your um, top five albums that I'm not a fan of. Number five. <laughs> uh, so um, and it's because I'm such a big fan uh, uh, of them for the next couple albums. Um, me and my wife like them quite a lot too. It's Everclear, Sparkle and Fade. Um, I, I remember the first time I heard Santa Monica. Uh, it was just it's just the song that for me just slaps like i've always loved it um and i like his voice uh i like they've got a very formulaic way of writing songs it's, it's it's pretty much the same for a lot of it it's kind of like that sort of never region of um kind of punky kind of rocky um kind of ballady. um but yeah it's um it definitely had to be on there cuz uh it's just one that I, I'll, I'll chuck a everclear song on most compilations i do sort of um that that I, that I do these days so yeah sparkle and fade by everclear is my number five
2: um i'm not upset with you i'm not surprised that's fine you can it's your list it's not my list
1: oh no that's good
2: cool. not here to shame
1: i apologize it's anything. a weird
2: choice for everything that came out but you know <laughs> um my number five has been flipping back and forth all morning ah. i mentioned to you yesterday that i didn't want to do my list too soon and then i'll just like constantly change it yeah. Uh, which is what I've been doing since we've been talking.
1: But I'm going to start off with... You know what? I can hear your mouse thing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> looking back and forth, and I'm like, is it? Is he still doing his list? <laughs>
2: Highlight, control X, control Z. <laughs> no, wait, control Z. <laughs> um, I'm putting in some little Castle Boys. Uh, uh, Frog Stomp is my number five. Yeah. Because Look, uh... I can't not have it in there. It's aside from something you know, that you like coffee half half. <laughs> <laughs> but the first half is so good yeah if they'd mix it up a little bit more and spread the goodness out like maybe if yeah piccada or fade away were at the start and you wouldn't have as
1: much garbage at the end i was it could uh, be different but i've been recently looking at their um their setlist Slight like three setlist fm um, cuz i made a, i made a bit of a grungy playlist uh, i was I was just in the mood, in the mood for that sort of th- so i did like a bunch of like uh yeah australian american now um uh, bands from the 90s like doing that sort of grunge stuff and then i was like oh like so i was listening to some stuff of freak show and there's a, like a lot of bleed over like there's a lot of stuff that they were playing live before freak show came out and also before neon Ballroom came out and I found it really interesting like they got, they got they had all these songs yeah. Um, that will eventually become songs and albums sort of thing. But yeah, I think um uh I think by the time they had released Frog Stump, I think they're already like well into freak show territory and didn't want to play half the songs either. Um but just yeah. by looking at their Yeah, I set think they moved on very quickly from Frog Stump. Yeah. Um and I think then also with Neon because it's such a jump, because they also have the, the orchestra and stuff like that. Yep. Um. I think. Yeah. They, they. They. really moved on. Um. Maybe someone may say like a little bit. A little bit too quickly. But you
0: know.
2: No. <clears throat> no. Not you. <laughs> no, I disagree. You're it was wrong. the jump, but like it was the correct jump to make.
1: Yeah. Um. All right. So uh, you got any more more frog stomping?
2: Uh, I don't want to get carried away. We can have your number four.
1: Okay. Uh. So I had to put this one in because it's a band that I've gotten into. Um. Mostly in the last few like few years. And this album is my favourite of them. Um
2: I love the suspense you build.
1: <laughs> the um Rancid. No.
2: Super chunk. Last, last, Yeah,
1: Super Chunk, yeah. Yeah, Super chunk. <laughs> <laughs> Uh Here's Where the Strings Come In. Um this is definitely um and I think like it's probably one of the, the most popular albums of, of everyone, so of the band. Like it was really, they really hit their stride. Um, but this one in particular, like I don't think is a bad track on it. I listened to it, um, Probably like once a month. like Just just like give it give it a run because it's, it's just such a good album. So yeah, um, here's where the string comes in. Strings come in. Uh, Super Chunk is my number four. I'm going to have no suspense. Alana's Morissette, Jagged Little Pill, Banger number four. That's my number three too.
0: So. Oh!
2: <laughs> yeah. My. That's what was flipping with Frog Stomp because I both feel like there's incredible songs on there. Yeah. But there's four or five that I'm like... Eh.
1: Yeah, but I, I think for, my, for it to be my number three, it's because the songs that do bang, bang so hard. So. <laughs> <laughs> Those songs live La Vida Loca, that is for sure. Like, to to take one from from, from Ricky, she bangs, she bangs. She does, um, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. That's a long way away. It is, but... Oh, as long as I want it to be. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the same as the. Yeah, I think I think a, a certain Macarena is coming up. So I think that might be ninety six. <laughs>
0: um,
1: yeah, yeah no, nah, check like, like, a little it's, bit it's Like I, I was listening because I, I like, this was my my last time I was playing ninety songs today um, for a month. I I, I swear um, when. Her songs came on. It was just like it's, even the boys liked them. It. Like it's just, it's, it's they're just really good songs. Like it's um, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's good. Uh, so I've done my number three. So what's your number three?
2: Uh, my number three is filled with infinite sadness.
1: Ah. Yeah. Again, like as <laughs> a theme. If we're that... talking about uh, the 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 ratio of good to bad songs, this one takes the cake
2: it uh, does it though because again like the good ones fuck like and yeah. the older I've got the I probably haven't listened to it more but I didn't listen to this well I mean I didn't listen to this at all when it came out because I was 10 yeah Uh, but the last few years I've probably listened to it a bit more randomly here and there yeah and I've appreciated those other songs that I never thought yeah. like they weren't today it wasn't 1979 it's not Tonight Tonight like
1: yeah
2: Mayonnaise um, but boys fear to. Tr- the other songs that people knew and appreciated. Yeah, I've actually been like, oh, okay, yeah, I, I get it now. It, there is more than four songs on here.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, like I mean, I I remember very much being conscious of this coming out. Um, and which is why it's my number two. Um, oh, look at so, us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this one in particular. Uh, yeah, I've been listening to more of the songs than I and like there is like there's 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 more than half that I would like play regularly um i also have a bit of a rule with these lists if you haven't if you've listened to these before i don't i don't tend to like double dip so like i was really debating having tonight tonight on my songs list because it's one of my favorite songs of all time Mm. or whether i just wrap it all up together as as like an album in my albums list and that's what i've done because there's just too many on here like for me to, to not think that it's like one of the best albums of the 90s um you Imagine got...
2: if it was just like a 15, 16 track album or 12. Oh
1: and then it's like, you know, like running through them, you've got like Zero, uh, Bullet Bullet Fly Wings, 33, 1979, um, Bodies, like all these really, really decent songs. And like they don't, like I was always thinking, I was always of the assumption like, oh, maybe they did like a bit of a soft side, hard side, but it's not. They're, they're all sort of intermingled together. And like the, the track listing works really well. Once, once you listen to it as, as a whole, which is a which is a slog, but like once you do, you like you, you do sort of sense like there is there is like a, a rhyme and reason for the way they put this like laid everything out.
2: Yeah. Um, also, yeah. Um, not to forget the title track, it's just the most beautiful little intro.
1: Yeah, and makes for an excellent alarm in the mornings when you want to be working <laughs> up gently. And I mean, just the just just the whole madman of it, like of of Billy Corgan, like he's a He's a fucking nutter. And just to to have like the balls to do Siamese Dream, everyone like lumps you into Grunge. You don't want to be lumped into that. So you'll make this like double album in nineteen ninety five of varying um styles and varying um tempos and lots of stuff. And then and everyone just will like will love it. Like and he, and he going was out into in it limb.
2: they I think it was on classic albums or there was some Doco I think you would have watched it as well, where they yeah. went in knowing that making a double album is generally the end of you. Yeah, yeah. Like, it breaks you as a band or <laughs> it breaks your popularity as a band.
1: And look, as we'll see after this, it did. Um, because as much as, <laughs> yes. like... But still. You know, as much as people like... Some people like Ava Ador, like, this this is the last great... Some people say album. that's one of their best. Yeah, some people are wrong. Um, Oof. Uh, so yeah. It's we'll, still we'll... good though. Hey, a Rador? Yeah. Mm, okay. Um, or oh, it's just a door, sorry. <laughs> um, it's not. Um, I, I didn't like it at the time because I was like, oh, like he's done, he, he, he resonated. He basically like, oh, I'm going to start filling around with like, um, computers and lots of stuff too. And it's but like, again,
2: like you need to progress. Nah. Evolve or die. That's what they say.
1: You moneyballing me here? <laughs> I think so. Don't remember where that line's from, but you yeah, know, adapt, ad- adapt, adapt or die. Yeah, um, yeah so yeah, look, is that Helen Partridge line, like, I evolve, I don't revolve. <laughs> um, here's a yeah. Here's, here's another. Um, I do. Oh, if you want to have a good time on YouTube, I can't tell you the exact the exact videos, but there is um, the rehearsal sessions for this album, and uh, if you wanna see how specific Billy Corgan is when he's telling James Eha how to like play guitar, it's very specific. Oh. So have a, look, have a look for that. <laughs> that doesn't sound friendly. It, well, no, he seems like you don't really see James Ehar's face, but you see Billy Corgan's face and he's just like, oh, the fact that everyone gets to bask in my brilliance is amazing. And like, <laughs> I can just imagine everyone's just like, when is lunch? yeah uh so what is your number two mr benjamin harper i thought
2: that would be fighting for minds it's getting a lot closer to start to finish bangers for me okay no um it starts off very strong slash very very sad (laughs) yes uh which i think the album came along at the right didn't come along for me in 95 again obviously I think it was probably just before he was touring here with Pearl Jam. So like the early two thousands, I would have picked up on this. Um, came on at the right time for me to feel oppressed and lonely. Yeah, And on top of like his, how sad he can get and how heartfelt he can get. And like, he can really like, if you're in the right spot, he can poke in and just like ruin your day even further, which is glorious, but like the quality of his vocals and his guitar playing, is the man's very very impressive.
1: He is, yeah. And I, I I eventually got to see him live as a support to Pearl Jam, and um, even that. So it's like a shortened set, but it was just it was amazing. He's uh he definitely commands your attention. So and
2: that was with his is that Innocent Criminals? It
1: was innocent Criminals. Yeah.
2: Or no, uh, was that O Nine? Oh fuck, um, Relentless Seven, the ones after innocent criminals oh, is it? Okay, um, cool. yeah and that was that was a lot more fun that was a lot more upbeat that was that was a good tour that was a good album yeah but again like his quality and like his skill still shines through he's he's very very good yes. number two
1: all right so my number one um, it had to be there um, instrumental in my life instrumental to like a large portion of my life in I oh, didn't like, like food fighters <clears throat> what <laughs> in in the, the band I, cho- I chose, uh, in the music I chose to, to, to learn and the bands I chose to play in, um, everything sort of from 95 onwards to like easily like, you know, 2010. So the next 15 years was formed by listening to this album and falling in love with it and learning every guitar and bass part to it and every vocal part. So it was an out come the walls by Rancid um and look i will i'll be the first to admit (laughs) they are not everyone's cup of tea i'll be the first to admit that they might not even be very good people (laughs) um (laughs) but the songs um at that time to me and the 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 mindset i was in and like the um you know the and with everything else sort of like because grunge had like gone away um I like Green Day and I like stuff like that, but like, you know, this was this was harder stuff. This was like better like this was like more street punk. It was it was um it, it seemed to have more of a message than like anything else I was listening to. It basically it formed my life. I mean not, not that you not that you should have a band to tell you that racism is bad, but when you've got half the album telling you to like be nice to people and be be brothers you know, brothers and sisters with people, it does form a life long like uh credo to you so and I, and I think i think like the the person i am today is probably because of this this band and then like the other bands i found out afterwards sort of thing so well
2: when you find this stuff
1: mm-hmm. in like a developmental stage of your life like it does influence yeah yeah the path just, you go down just like that's just why I'm like the... so scared of metal yeah <laughs> and just like the you know like i suppose just like the bad stuff that happens like you know the the, the bad influences like the good influences, is really good so like yeah so you know um you know this. This inspired me to, like, with like the the politics I have today is was was made with this album. So, um, yeah, it had to be there. It had to be number one. and Out Come the Wolves uh, by Rancid.
2: Uh, my number one is not as uh, beautiful and sentimental. Okay, um, that's okay. I can pretend and make it so. All right. It is not the self titled Foo Fighters, which <laughs> may be expected, or you know.
1: Nah, uh, I think... Two or I three think, years ago, it probably think, would have been. I think your uh, your comments that I was, like, thinking I should have deleted but kept in in the last episode made, people's, made people <laughs> were very aware <laughs> of your feelings of the Food Putters. So. <laughs>
2: but that aside, like, it, that was still... I had it on a short list. It's still yeah. an album that came along at a very important time and, you know, had stuck with me for a very, very long time. And the song still kind of willed to a point... I don't think, regardless of what a lead singer does, yeah, all of that can be taken away. But um, a similar sort of time, having moved to England as a 12, 13-year-old, yeah. hating it, not liking my friends, uh, not liking anything about my life, thinking everything that was British was just dumb and crap and not as good as things in Australia, which was actually American things. Good point. Um, <laughs> I found Radiohead and The Bends. Right. And removing fake plastic right. trees. Right. <laughs> Every, I think finding this album in, like, 98, 99, there was this idea of Radiohead being, like, weird and alternative and, like, there weren't other radio heaps and they were just not quite normal and, like, electronic, just, like, kooky guys. Yeah. And then you listen to the bends, and, you're like, no, this is, like, just a... Like, I wouldn't call it, a, like, a straight-up rock album, but... They're just really, really good songs, and some of them do sound the same, yeah. Kinda, but there's just really good. It's such a good step from Pablo Honey, quality-wise. Like I think when it's I was... very well put together. It's crafted. It's yeah. Thought through. Um, I mean, Street Spirit. I yeah. You know, I don't have to say anything
1: else. I think when I was listening, to, I, was, I was looking at like um interviews and stuff about it when they said that they. Like some songs are like very simple, but like once you put um, Tom York's vocals over it, and then like obviously like the um, the guitar work over the top, but like some of it's like basically like three or four chord songs. Yeah, pretty
2: and then simple, you've got but they're, but they're I think awesome. it's Ed O'Brien on drums who like puts in these ridiculous little beats or fills or like off time shit, and you're like, it changes it. It's like having Matt Cameron and Pearl Jam now. Like it's yeah, yeah, had this old, whole new level and this new layer that just. Yeah, it's not a three chord song anymore. Yeah. Nah, it's okay, very oh, look,
1: I, yeah, look, it's like, good good work. Good work. Thank I, you. I I was I was trying to peg I was trying to peg your favourite album and I, I I don't I don't know why that wasn't one of them, but yeah. Um I, I didn't even really consider Mirable for some reason. I think And you shouldn't.
2: <laughs> it's good though. It's good. I think too much Neil Young, like you said, is is too much Neil Young. It is. Mad Seasons <laughs> above uh would have been number six because it's another one where like there's good songs but there's not enough there's a couple great ones. Yep. And it's it's a great background album but it's not foreground.
1: No, no. Can I imagine the um live performances would have been uh long. <laughs> you would have seated. You would have Yes seated <laughs> Um all right, so that's our top five albums. All right. Yeah. We've, we've already done one list. Good on good on us. Um all right. let's get on to movies. Um, all right, so I've watched sixty eight movies, as I said last um uh last last episode. Now not bad. Out of all of them, though, it was really hard to find. Like, it wasn't hard <laughs> the top to find. five. Well, no, because like, if you look through it, like, again, like the like, does December like um ninety five is like a good example? Like, there's a lot of there's a lot of movies. The like quantity, quality is pretty dipping though. Like, and I watched like a lot of crap ones, too. <laughs> and there's like, you know, I, I had this I had this list of about I don't know, say like fifteen. So fifteen out of sixty eight. And then out of that, I was like, it was, it was it wasn't a more of like there was a couple of like yeah that definitely has to be on it. But then like there was three spots I'm like, I guess that's better than this, so that will go there. Like it's whereas like in the last couple of seasons, I'm like having to really like separate my children <laughs> <laughs> in in the form of films of like oh I don't want to leave that off, but like I think this is better. And it's just like yeah, this time it was um. Harder for a different reason to like get my top five done. So what What about you? Uh,
2: yeah, pretty similar. Um, there was, there's a couple that I would have, I don't have a recency bias now because some of them I watched so long ago where mm. I felt I could have easily just banged out a top five without giving much thought to it. But I feel like obviously I owe some thought to it. Yeah. And then I get, very stuck on well, well, what is like? Am I going on like my nostalgia of how much I loved it then, plus how much I still love it now, or am I removing my past feelings? Yeah. Do I add shame in the fact that Billy Madison <laughs> is not entirely appropriate, but I still giggled?
1: <laughs> oh, that's fine. Um, yeah, my thing too was like, I, I always like went out of my way to like, I've got to include like some new movies on this, and I'm like, not a lot of new ones. That I was like, <laughs> that will join my repertoire. There was, there was, there was one, but like, it was just like. Like, I, I had a, a few of them I had DVDs for, and I've been really trying to, like, cull my collection. So, like, if I if I don't think I'm going to watch it again, it goes in the box for the op shop. And um, a lot of these movies went in the box. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm like, <laughs> I ain't going to watch this again.
2: <laughs> Did you... Um, you've recently started rating films again on Letterboxd. Yes. Did that come into... No, nah,
1: I, I, I think that's more, cause I think at the time it's usually like how I feel like this, these ones I was like, um, looking through like my, my list, um, that I've watched, I was like, uh, the scores didn't really matter. Cause it was like, it was more like, and with me this, this, this season, especially, and it affects my scores is how I felt at the time. Did I have fun with it? Like did, was it a good day? Like, was it a good day, bad, bad days, sort I of thing? sort of thing then like, yeah. Um. When, so especially the ones I watched with um my wife, like there was a couple times, couple one one in the my list we watched together, and it was just like, like I suppose the experience might have like bumped it up a bit. So, yeah, we'll see. How I it. was
2: very tempted to go by, so according to my letterbox. I watched fifty seven okay. films from ninety five this year. And if I went on my star ratings, yeah, my top five would be quite different.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think, I think there's sometimes where like at the time you're like because a lot of the time, like say if you had a month like um April or May like this this year, like in comparison to like say if you watch four movies in comparison to the other three, you're like that's four stars, but it's not. Yeah, it's just four yeah. stars in compared to like Hideaway with Jeff Goldblum, but it's like <laughs> it's not that you know. <laughs> Um so let's get on to it. Like you can start this time. What is your number five movie? Don't be upset. Seven. Be. <laughs> Fucking wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um okay. I'm glad it's on there. Anyway. I felt like when we watched it when we both talked about it that I had to like, convince you it was like a decent movie.
2: No, like I know it's a decent film. Um it just like I, it's great, it's a great film.
1: Yeah, I, you're correct. I
2: will let you talk about it when you list it as your number one.
1: <laughs> you don't know me,
2: you predictable fucking ninny. It's your
1: number one. <laughs> um, now this is this like having said all that stuff about how easy it was to like you know chuck stuff on this list. Um, my number five was like a a three way tie. Um, one of them are was you going to mention rats. the other two? Yeah, of well, course you are. One of them was more rats that didn't make onto my list at all um the other one was uh Apollo 13 oh which I had a good time watching lots of stuff but I was just like you know what I just you know what it was a bit um I don't know long manly dull. long and just yeah like and but this 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 season in particular I had like a real knack for like crappy action thrillers and lots of stuff and just like you know um Basically, a long way of saying that Outbreak is my number five, <laughs> 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 uh, because Outbreak is a fun movie nine. to watch. It's not a fun movie, to, like in, in in anything. Like as a, like a as a a slight germaphobe myself, I should hate this movie. But you know, you got this um this town completely shut down by this virus, and um, you know, Dustin Hoffman's there, just like <laughs> like. He just, it, I know, I know the obvious joke is Rayman, but he does mumble a lot. <laughs> like he talks. There's that bit at the end where he's talking to the pilots, and it's just him talking. Like it's just him mumbling, he's like you got, it, you can't do this, you can't do this, you can't do this, you got, it, you got. Ah, uh, yeah. And it's, right like, it. and it's like, and it's like, his families don't. Know, you got to get those families, guys. It's like, those families, families,
2: you got families. got kids. You got husbands. Got you got wives. Watch, you you, you got to get these yeah, people. Yeah, yeah go got watch Wilder. Um, and it's is like he fresh off Dick Tracy when he did this.
1: <laughs> and it's like, it's like if you gave me a chance to answer I probably wouldn't have dropped the bomb like five minutes ago but like you're, you're really dragging this out um <laughs> Donald Sutherland's great as like the evil general that wants to like kill people and knows that like this virus like he, he's he's probably one of the best going from like his JFK role where he's like a whistleblower to like now he's like one of the bad guys Morgan Freeman's great in it um Kevin Spacey dies in it um <laughs> Mc, McDreamy gets all sweaty in it um there's that really, really weird scene or horrible scene in the theater where someone coughs and then we we travel with the spit as it goes through people's mouths and it's just like, oh, it's the worst thing I've ever seen in a movie ever.
2: Did they do that first or did Simpsons do that first?
1: I don't know, but like that's that 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 scene stuck with me. It is so gross, and every time mm-hmm. I'm in a cinema, guess what I'm thinking of? Yeah. So number five outbreak is um, is mine. So uh, what is before your- we
2: leave the number fives, um, mm-hmm. can I tell you my four-way tie for number five? Yes. <laughs> the Net, Clueless, Die Hard, and Apollo 13. Okay, cool. Just so you know, they okay. were all tied for number five.
1: Brady um, bunch movie nearly got in there. I'm not going to joke. That's that was a fucking funny movie. It was such a weird funny movie, and I I implore I still implore everyone that's listening to this that they should watch it. It's on Stan. Watch it. It is so weird and so stupid, but there's some really fucking funny bits in that movie.
2: I implore everyone, if it is possible, surely somewhere out there, some fan has done it. If you can watch every scene that Jason Lee is in from More Rats, <laughs> it would be an excellent film. Oh, the Bro- Brody
1: Bree supercut.
2: Just, yeah, just cut everyone else out, and you've just got BB yeah. start to finish.
1: Because Jason London fucked that film. Like, uh, he would have been in my top five list, but, like, that, his performance is so fucking terrible. And Ben Affleck. <sighs> yeah. And parts mm. of the script. Again, like, I, I know <laughs> I know the Affleck of it all, but I still kind of like watching him and stuff. Like, I will watch that Nike movie because he looks so fucking stupid in it, but it's like, mm. he makes good movies. <laughs>
2: yeah. Remember when he didn't for a while, though, and then he just came back and made, like, Argo and Gone Baby Gone? Oh, I was God, like, what like- the fuck?
1: Half the reason I want to do the 2000s after this, the, after the 90s is to focus on the athletic bad years, like Bounce, Reindeer Games, <laughs> Forces of Nature. Let's not forget Phantoms. Phantoms? Bomb.
2: Uh So yeah, Moritz is my number four. Okay. Uh, I don't think it's just nostalgia alone. Like, obviously, like Jason Lee is a big fan. Yeah. He's quite good. There's not heaps of low points in it. Um, <sighs> like, problematic wise, script wise, acting wise, it's not a gem, but yeah. You know, aside
1: from the obvious, I'm sure 2005 polls going what? Um, well, uh, he yeah. would be yeah. Because <laughs> I said that all the time back in 2005. Yeah, <laughs> he did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, my number four is Die Hard with a Vengeance because. Oh it is delightful to watch uh it's, it's my second favorite diehard sometimes would will we'll also blur the lines of being first favorite diehard um definitely samuel jackson's great in it um hook line singer <laughs> um jeremy irons is amazing in it um you got a girl touch killing, long though get it got that girl who's a singer that we found out killing a guy with a scythe um, <laughs> oh yeah forgot her name again um you're that guy that knows everything (laughs) in the the tunnels (laughs) you need the president's name Jerry Um, I don't know and I watched something recently that had the um one of the cops was in it and I was like um oh in um The Last of Us yeah Last of Us was um was was, uh he was in it and I was like hey he shouldn't be here he should be trying to like evacuate a primary school (laughs) he gets around that fella he does yeah um Cool, yeah, so yeah, number number four is is uh, Die Hard of the Vengeance.
2: I, I already mentioned it was my tie for number five. I did. I think like... when we did the watch-along, it just felt a bit
1: long. Oh, look, that, that will kill any movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, that, it didn't don't... help that we had to talk through it. Yeah, like, it's just like, I mean, I've, I've the, I swear to you that the next one we watch will not be two hours. I will find a 90... Thank you. 90 to an hour 40 uh minute movie for next next season
2: hey you know what i uh i can't knock the evil dead for
1: what's that oh yeah it's A- like what's that 85 minutes yeah, 85 minutes, <laughs> including credits yeah i like I, uh. I like half the Bolto reviews were like didn't hang around loved it <laughs> <laughs> it's true get straight into it yeah. get down to business <laughs> um man i i have to admit though like i mean i have to ask sorry not admit um I can only imagine the calibre of people at a night screening of Evil Dead. Was it uh was it smelling like um BO covered up with uh Lynx Africa? Um <laughs> the greasy people in there. <laughs> Maybe I'm thinking I'm probably thinking about like I'm probably ten, fifteen years too like back in the day, but like if you had done that back in like the early two thousands, the caliber of people at a at a at a late night Evil Dead screening would have been um people who don't go outside much.
0: Yes,
2: back then. But now those people do go out and they go out to like metal shows and horror events and weird yeah, things. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, um, but funny,
2: funny thing I didn't mention about it was there was another event going on at the same time. Okay. So down the hallway was like all these really fancy, nicely dressed, prim and proper <laughs> folks that had to walk past all the dregs of society <laughs> wearing all black and like big chains and... Uh, death metal shirts and shitty Bruce, Bruce Campbell paraphernalia shout out those oh, who are um,
1: I mean we're not I don't know we're not friends but like um, it was good to see uh, fellow South Australian podcasts at Um yes they're a sponsor uh, they're a sponsor of it yeah so, and I believe for people in South Australia there's going to be a different horror movie every month that they're doing. the last so, Friday of every month we'll um, okay so what are we up to number th- you're number four
2: We are up to my number three, okay. Um, which throughout the early 90s, the theme has been very much against the white saviour, but I can't go past Dangerous Minds. It was just a good fucking time. (sighs) I know it's dumb. Um, I know the question is culturally biased against some of the car shit about
1: that and the nachos
2: <laughs> the nachos was very upsetting <laughs> I, I, no. I still do think about the uh, um what's the it's not from interstellar but they they quote it in that when michael caine says do not go gently into that good night <laughs> um and they do the same in dangerous minds and i like as oh. big as a plum <laughs> <laughs> twice as ugly <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, it was it was a really nice film. Is I really liked it.
1: Is it a plum that he talks about in Dark Night*? When he talks about the guy who stole the jewel Is from the village, he's like, oh. he's like, he's a ah, uh, yeah, and a diamond as big as a plum.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's not one. That's not *Interstellar*. No, get out of
1: here. No, no. You know what? Stop, mi- stop mixing what? up my Nolan's. Never seen *Interstellar*. Ah, oh. ah, oh, Paul. Two hours and 40 minutes uh. that i have not uh is it two hours and 40 oh, but i'll watch heat once a year i'll watch jsk yes, twice think. a year for- <laughs> <laughs> Interstellar. oh no anyway let's go um so why uh so dangerous uh, ga- gangsters paradise come on okay cool the, the i start, mean the 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 yeah the title sequence like there is a bit of white save like i i we, we did also took the poke the hole in the fact that like she's really only there for like one lesson a day. <laughs>
2: But um, Very weird. And then she's going to leave and they'll peer pressure into staying. She has yeah. inappropriate relationships with the students to an extent. Yeah. But it was like it was Army Intelligence than. the year before, um, but without the Army propaganda.
0: I yeah, thought like, it was
1: just nice. I had more fun watching Army Intelligence, though. I think the DeVito... Well, it was, all... was supposed
2: to be more fun. This was like the drama version.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah,
2: number three. Suck it.
1: So number th- my number three is what I was talking about with the the experience um, being part of like the reason it's in here, and um, for some reason, like my wife and I, uh, when we watched this one, we had like a we, had the, we didn't have the house to ourselves. We probably just didn't like bother to walk, watch what the kids were doing. <laughs> I think I think they were playing games. Like and like it basically gave us like the the run time of this movie to watch it, which we don't get very often. Like we just we were just like it was a Sunday afternoon um it well, sounds as- like you lost your virginity watching the net it is the net yeah
2: is it um it is the net yeah incredible <laughs> <laughs>
1: um and the thing is it was just like it was such a good time like we're just like you know like sharing snacks we we'll, we'll, like, we we both said that so at one point in the last week like you know i really love eating in bed and it's like we love it we love eating in bed and watching a movie and it's like it's just that that one in particular too, it was just fun to watch. It's so stupid in places, but like it's it's just a really solid hour and forty of like intrigue and spies and sandy. It D. is good.
2: It's it's the quality version of Fair Game for anyone that hasn't seen Fair Game.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: How do you go with crumbs in the bed though? Is that is that not an issue?
1: um Ah, oh, look, you know, that's why we got a little mini back. It's fine. <laughs> So
2: I'm, I'm not, I'm not heaped into eating in the bed. Like I would do it. And if it's snacks, yeah. But then when I bring home leftover popcorn from the cinema and then I'm oh. eating it in the bed and then I go to sleep and
1: there's just salt all underneath me. <laughs> I was like, he mid mid popcorn, fall asleep and then you just wake up choking. <laughs> On the skins of the corn. Oh man. Like I, I remember one of the scariest moments of my life was, um. I think like I don't know, like probably like ten or fifteen years ago, like I was I went I, I went to the cinemas and I um had popcorn, and I think in the night I must have like had one and stuck my teeth, and I woke up and I couldn't, just couldn't breathe and it's like and I coughed it up and I was like oh it's like the 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 a kernel, and I was mm-hmm. like and it was like so that's like I've never. If we ever watch a movie at night now, I've never had popcorn. I do it during the day, and then I have like a nice, <laughs> nice big, nice big teeth clean and like a swish and lots of stuff. <laughs> but that 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 was one of the most uh upsetting experiences of my life. A little popcorn mugwai. Yeah. Um. So what's your number two? <clears throat> Speaking of uh that was a long time ago. Tommy yeah. Boy is my number two. Ah, I thought it'd be in there because somewhere. I thought it'd be a bit lower, but you know, okay. But you, you did, uh, you did rent this movie religiously from your uh, local video store at the time.
2: Correct, uh, which I believe was a shock to you when you found out how obsessive I was about this film.
1: You knew uh, a lot. It's like usually, uh, I, usually, usually I I mean, still not like, word for word. I think you, usually not for nothing. Like you know, like it's we, we kind of split it up. I think you, you're more the music. I'm um, more the movie sort of thing. But in that in that in that instance. You were definitely like taking the reins and just knew everything. I'll be yeah. like, you know that guy, and you're like, you mean this guy? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that's what I mean.
2: It, it's only happened a few times on this pod where you've been talking about something, and I'm like, no, no, hang on, step aside, you're getting <laughs> <Yeah>. it wrong. <laughs> but it, it was the same with uh, the air up there. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> I'll be like, because usually, and usually, like it's it's one that like I probably don't write. Like I remember the air up there, and I was like. I can't remember the plot, and you're like, "Well, I do, Paul," <laughs> and I would tell you right now this story. The Wanabi
2: tribe <laughs> were downtrodden and attacked. Uh, yeah, Tommy Boys is great. I know there's some issues with it. There's fat jokes aren't very nice. I think they say the R word. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the little the the spanking jokes. <laughs> is he playing? Is that a Yankee? <laughs> um, Just Chris Farley, just being adorable and ridiculous. Like he's what, I imagine that's how a lot of people see Jim Carrey. Yeah, Like he's probably, he's quiet over the top. But when I see it, I never think, uh, Chris, that's too much. Turn it down. Like he's (laughs) always right where he needs to be with how dumb he's being. Yeah. And David Spade is such an annoying little prick that it balances out whenever Chris Farley's being ridiculous.
1: Do you know what? They were just such a great team. It's not on
2: my uh, watch list. Weird. You probably refuse to watch it because you have no taste. No, I watched it. You're uncultured.
1: It. Oh, I must have not put in the... I didn't put in the list.
2: I found that with quite a few. I hadn't rated Empire Records initially.
1: <clears throat> so now I've watched... Things, uh, things slip by.
2: Now I've watched 69 movies. Ha <laughs> <69.
1: laughs> 69! <laughs>
2: I'm sure you watched quite a few more than that.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's funny to just leave out that number. Um, so... <laughs> So, so yeah okay two. I believe I believe next we might have a black sheep next year.
2: Yeah I guess whatever.
1: You don't like black sheep?
2: Nah, it's just a crappy remake of Tommy
1: Boy. Looks like sheep. It is not a
2: black sheep is the film you thought Tommy Boy was and you didn't care for it. Uh 87 minutes too.
1: We will do a um, <laughs> so you watch along. So black Let's... sheep I'll watch Tommy Boy and we'll see how different they sound. So that was your number two you Now my number two is seven so um oh
2: that's quite low i thought you liked it
1: i did i love it yeah. um it was it was the first time i watched it for a while um i just i mean i i mean if you listen to the episode if you want to hear me gush about it but it's just um it is like the archetype thriller serial killer we'll see so many seven clones um, which i'm kind of looking forward to i remember some of them being quite good and some of them being not great but um, this, I don't, I don't believe that we would have a lot of the TV shows and the movies that we have now if we didn't have seven. And mm. um, I just think that it's, it's well written, it's well directed, it's well acted. Um, it has Pitt, a touch of sting in there as well, which is just a delight. <laughs> we got, um, yeah, Morgan Freeman uh, really walking into that mentor role. Like he'd, he'd already done it with Shawshank Redemption a bit, but it's like. He's really like, look, just give me anything where I'm significantly older than my white partner, and uh, I will kick it through the, the goals. Um, <laughs> Leave was, the sports metaphors. I was, trying, the to find, I was just trying to find a sports metaphors like fucking
2: hell. Um, Let's uh, not forget when he'd laughed as well. I remember oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> the, most, the most disturbing laugh of all time. You find out why Morgan Freeman never laughs on film. <laughs>
1: We had Ali Ami in there. Um obviously we've got the Kevin Spacey of it all, but we won't talk about that. Gwyneth Paltrow, um, victorious in her lawsuit. I've been following that. That's been amazing. If you've not been following that.
2: I've I've heard a bit about it.
1: Do you Quite follow, ridiculous. do you follow a page on Instagram called Saint Hoax? I do not. I believe you should. Because okay. they will break down the stories of the day with very on uh, on type um, like memes and YouTube videos and, and vines okay. and lots of stuff. So yeah, Saint. I generally Kokes. get
2: that that info from shit you should care about. You got that as well, but yeah, Saint. But Kokes it's a bit Harry really Styles
1: good. heavy, and I'm getting a bit over it. Yeah, nah what? I don't care for him anymore. No, nah, check it out. It's 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 really good. Okay. Um. So yeah, um, number two is seven. So what is your number one? Uh, I'm really hoping we've got the same number one, but I don't. No, don't want to get too excited. Okay, what is it? You didn't watch my number one, so we haven't got the same number one.
2: What the fuck is your number one? Alright, okay. Go on.
1: Empire Records. Nah. I was going it looked I, I want it to. Not um, even in your five. No. Um and a good reason, no. <laughs> <laughs> tell me tell me why it's number one in yours. Because throughout the
2: nineties, rewatching so many films, Tommy Boy is almost an exception to it. So often you come back and you're like, oh, this is disappointing. Like something doesn't hold up in some regard. Aside from what's his name, babyface loser just being a bit of a gaslighter, being is a bit annoying. Or
1: something? Oh, something like that. Yeah. AJ. 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 Yeah.
2: Um but I mean that's his character. He's supposed to be the annoying wiener. Not supposed to be a gaslighter. But everything about else about the film, like I know there's not great diversity, but the character diversity is great like you've got the emo goth the punky guy the alleged slutty one the nerdy one the guy who thinks he's cool but he's not the other dumb metal punky like it's everything that you would see in school and high school and growing up like all these different people but like they're all friends they all come together and they don't really do anything that troublesome in the film like it's just a sweet good time Yeah, I think... And it's quick, and it feels quick, and it moves along nicely. Yeah,
1: I I think that... I I think I said at the time, too, like, you can definitely tell that, like, they cut it down from... It's supposed to take place over two days, and then they sort of push down to one day. And I think... think Which is still believable to me. Yeah, but it's just like that... Like, to me, it's that funeral bit. That funeral bit sort of, like, as important as it is, it's just so out of left field, and so weird, and kind of, like... I don't know, like I, I, I that's me. And the, (laughs) what was that? I disagree. (laughs) Because you remember working in
2: retail, you get that spot in the middle of the day where nothing happens. No one comes in, you're bored out of your mind. Your friend has gone through a hard time. Let's just have a quick little fake funeral and show them that we care about them and show them that (laughs) dying is not that great. What else we're gonna do?
1: Also, like they kind of screwed the pooch in that funeral because like it turns out to be it turns out to be like more about everyone else's for... <laughs> affair. Um, I didn't like. Uh, I don't like um, Rory Cochrane's character either. Like I, like this, he annoyed me more this time around than he did like in the, the when I used to watch it. Um, I don't think he's got the charisma to be who he thinks he is.
2: I think that's what I've come to enjoy about it because I okay. used to hate him. I never really noticed AJ, just more that like, uh, I want Liv Tyler to be my friend. Um, <laughs> be but friend. yeah, Rory Cochran's <laughs> character was the one that uh, I hate him. It was like, why are you trying to be so cool all the time? Like You're yeah. not, just stop it. And now I watch him be like, oh, I get it, you're not the cool character. You're trying so hard to be and that's why you're kind of annoying. So I kind of came around to this appreciation of have not been that great. So it
1: didn't bother me anymore. and Hence, I, number one. I also think Anthony LaPaglia in that movie, I think, I just don't like Anthony LaPaglia. It's, it's his <laughs> best role. It's the best thing he's ever done. Uh, I disagree. Um, I think he's very much a, uh, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, he's, it's, it's he's fine. Um, what, is, what does he call that guy once he gives him the money? Does he call him a loser or a butthead or something like that? Yeah, something like something. It's, that's it's. Something he does a couple. Of, he does a couple of cringy bits. And I'm just like, uh oh. I think we should more investigate the fact that you are seeming to only want to hire young people in your store. <laughs> only young people want to work there. Sure. Um, <laughs> uh, so um, my number one is Heat because oh. it is Heat and it's a perfect movie. Um. I won't go on about it too much because I went on about it heaps in uh, December, um, but yeah, it's um, everyone should watch it at least once in their life. It's the archetype action movie for the '90s. I think um, you'll see. It's an action
2: movie. It feels too long to be an action movie. Ah, uh, there's quite a lot of action in it.
1: Even when it's, I, don't you know, how I you know, how like
2: there was a eight minute clip on YouTube, I. Watch for the podcast and seven minutes of it there was no action at all. I was do you like, know how good of action movie is it?
1: Even when there's no action in it, there's action in it. I disagree. <laughs> um Two old men talking in a restaurant disagrees with you. Uh it's an amazing scene I, well, I wash your mouth out. Um <laughs> Al Pacino in that movie is amazing. There's a bit where um there's two bits where he ad libs. Um and you can see the actors, they actually use this this shot of the actors like not knowing what to do. Um, there's a bit where he at the start where he punches the table when he's talking to this like snitch and like this kid, this guy like literally like just is looking around. I think he's like trying to like what the fuck am I supposed to do? He's going fucking nuts because like he's just Al Pacino's like give me what you got, give me what you got, <laughs> and he's, <laughs> he's just going Al nuts. Um, and then um, there's a bit where he's talking to uh, the guy that does the voice for Mo. Um, what's his name? Uh, Hank Azaria. Um. 'Cause he's dating uh uh Val girlfriend in this, so he's, he's like having an affair with her. And um uh, oh. and Al just like goes, he's like, um, I know what you like her, because she's got a great ass and like yeah. just looking around going, What the fuck? And then like then like, then Al <laughs> you know, then like brings it down a notch and he's like, You know why I like an ass? <laughs> he just starts talking about why he likes women's asses and I'm like this is amazing. It's just like the, the fact that they they use those those um those shots is, is, is great. So yeah. Um so yeah, if you want to see Pacino just like just Pacini with his ass off, heat.
2: <laughs> Pacini's ass off about asses.
1: <laughs> it's Pecharse. It's a, it's, a, it's a it's a sight to behold. Um cool. Ask so Pacino. That is uh, films. So now let's get on to <sighs> Uh, is there any other honourable mentions for them or
2: um, Friday? Friday was really really good. Birds a long time ago.
1: Just, uh, I had Nixon, Money Train, Two One Three was was on my shortlist because I really like yeah. that movie. Um, to Die For and um, Before Sunrise uh, was also. <laughs> yeah, now you say it. But at the time, we were both we we're both kind of into it.
2: I don't I don't think that I was. I think you're misunderstanding. I think you loved it at the time, and I was bored
1: with Ethan Hawke being Ethan Hawke. <laughs> he's actually a really decent dude in real life, Yeah, he's getting yeah, I know. Parts. yeah. Um, Okay, so let's get on. To, let's get on to songs. Who <laughs> we? So we're we're out to the last list. After this is there's no more ninety five. Um, only Zool um so we're gonna um not as many reviews on these songs
2: either <clears throat> we can just we can fire through these a little bit for okay, people that go. want to go home right
1: <laughs> you're at home well, that was fast um <laughs> so let's do so uh, should i go number 10 first uh yes you shall okay cool so of this album i know it's probably not the favorite song of there and i know it's probably like probably of this artist people's not their favorite song because it's probably like one of her uh, more commercial things, mm-hmm. but it's also oh quiet by Björk is oh. a good time.
2: Um, I would have put that being high. That was uh, one of your songs of the month, I recall. Yeah,
1: yeah, and I, I look, I really, I really loved it. And um, just today when I was listening to it, uh, again, it's just. It it really like the temp like the 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 volume change is is, is quite. Is, I remember I had to turn the I had to turn the speaker down because I'm like oh it does it does kick in because it is it is oh so quiet and then it's very loud. Um, but I'm not a huge Bjork fan, but that one in particular has always stuck with me. I love the film clip for it. Um, so yeah, uh, number ten is it's oh so quiet.
2: Uh mine is uh also not on the quiet side. Libel by Tilt.
1: Ah wow look at you yeah
2: yeah it's it's a weird weird choice for me um the rest of the album doesn't push any of my buttons but it's one of those bands that laura would listen to occasionally and that song would come on and it doesn't fit in with all the others it's just it's it's really good Um, it's really catchy
1: on the fat records samplers they were always disregarded by my mates because like you know the female vocals and stuff (laughs) it's like i mean so good She's really good, and like the the songs are really good. I mean, yeah, like the rest of the album's not bad. Like, um, but yeah, this songs really, really um, decent. So yeah, no, good one. I like that. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> my next one is um, I don't know if you even remember it, but um, uh, I'm a big teenage fan club, uh, fan. Um, this one in particular, I remember. Uh, so like when I'm in 1995, like what I'm like 14, 15, so. I'm sort of getting into my own stuff now, not so much listening through the wall of my brother, which I still share. But this one this one, um, really, when, when, he, when he when he played it, because he was a big um, fan club, team's Fan Club fan as well, um, Sparky's Dream um, was just a really good sort of pop, rocky sort of song. Um, and again, like if I'm ever doing um, a playlist of just like random stuff that I like, this will always find its way on there. Um, I don't remember any standouts from them this year. From um, when
2: they first came on the scene and you told me they get better and better. (laughs) Hmm.
1: Hasn't happened. I stand by that.
2: Um, You stand alone. They're good. Like, I'm not saying Teenage Fan Club are not good, good. But I feel like
1: this is just really sort of um needs more Soul. oh have you been listening to the albums i have not but uh, i do occasionally listen to
2: the song that i forgot the
1: name of falling falling yeah yeah um but there yeah you can you can listen to all their albums now and uh it's quite quite a treat um so yeah spark dream by teenage fan club is my number nine uh speaking of soundtracks
2: uh i didn't realize when i i think i picked this song as one of my songs of the month Bright as Yellow Oh yeah, yep uh, By The Innocent Mission I mm-hmm. did not realise at the time That it was on Empire Records
1: Oh right, yeah no I, just, I just think I did um, see it But I think like That album got released In like February or March Like it was like a fairly Early one Yeah And that
2: song just stood out Straight away I was like I don't know why I, I like this song so much And then watched Empire Records And went Oh that's why I like that song so much But I stand by it Because it's a really Really nice song yeah, oh, cool. Um, but the rest of it, I haven't really delved into that much. But This know. is what the song is
1: for, though. It's like, you know, we, we exactly. sometimes, yeah. Um, so my number eight is Heaven Beside You by Alice in Chains. Um, I needed to include one of these um, songs because like, they're a band that I definitely have <clears throat> liked more since starting this podcast. Like, I-, I liked them beforehand, but I was very much like, I was in the dirt. Pretty much it. Like you know, sometimes I'll go into I mean, I, I'd sometimes foray into like um the the EPs and stuff like that. But um, we will have like one. I mean, I don't. We don't really sort of deal with live stuff. But um, I believe their MTV Unplugged show is significant that we will yes. probably talk about it. So yes, we will. Um, so we we will talk about that. But yeah, for for um for that for the last sort of recorded album. Um, and Heaven Besides is just such a good song. Um, yeah. The it's classic it. uh, Jerry Cantrell. It is, yeah. This one's as close to like I cut you in.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah. He's
1: so ready there. for uh, Life Without Lane. Yeah.
2: Not for him to die, obviously, no. but just to do his own thing.
1: Yeah. So him beside you as number eight. Uh I'm
2: I feel like I'm a little bit left field so far, and I'm gonna continue on with our boy Lenny and Fucking Circus. Such a good song.
1: Okay. Look at you.
2: You, you remember my uh, devotion to this when the month came around? Oh, he likes it. <laughs> <laughs> I would I mean, I, obviously I must have heard it at some point growing up, but it had never really stuck with me. Like, I didn't think much of it. Like, it, I just wasn't fully aware. Yeah. And then listening to it more and more, I was like, holy shit. It's just... It's, it's nothing fancy. It's nothing someone hasn't done before.
1: But I think it's like that um, that whole life after one hit Wonderdom, which he had with Are You Gonna Get My Way. Like, a yeah. lot of people sort of wrote him off because, like, his next one will be that American Woman <clears throat> song, um, which is a cover sort of thing. But, like, um, I sometimes hate the fact that the album after that big one, if it's not at the same level people just disregard it but like usually they're, they're missing out on like this treasure trove of like decent songs
2: well as our friend James a caster said like a lot of people don't expect musicians or artists to be able to back up the music. Yeah. so yeah they just don't if if the first single does not stand up to the previous ones then obviously all the album tracks don't either
1: I'm reading his book at the moment about the um,
2: 2016
1: oh yeah Yeah, so... uh, I'm I'm
2: 16 pages in and I keep going to sleep. (laughs) It's good, though. It is very eye-opening to find out that, yeah, music is actually still good. Like, you don't always have to have that nostalgia and sentiment and, like, be a teenager.
1: He has got a lot more um, patience for certain genres than I do, which I'm, I'm trying to, like... Yeah. Same. I'm trying to like listen to the song as I'm as I, as I'm reading the book. So like I'm, and a couple of them are like, ooh, okay, that's okay, that's a thing.
2: It's <laughs> <laughs> very, very diverse.
1: He is, yeah. But there's some
2: real bangers in there. That Jeff Rosenstock song. Oh yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Um
1: Can't get enough. So number seven? Uh yes. Cool. So mine is uh I <laughs> this is plus classic Paul Uh-oh. crap rock. Classic pool crap rock. Um, but I had to put it on there because I listened to Solar Solemn way more than what I care to like admit freely. Oh no, you admit it all the time. Not, not back in the day though. Like I was like, (laughs) I fucking loved them. Still do. Um, and misery is such a good song. Um, frustrated incorporated. Um, at the end, it's used at the end of clicks too. Um, it's just like, you know, they say misery loves company. is like the the first line of the song and it's just, it just gets you. And, Look, it's not like I know that, like you know, <laughs> that people have opinions of sauce Sol on, but like I, I think they're they they're unfairly um, put into like the the crap rock category, and I think and like the, yeah, the, they they got pigeonholed early on, and there was no coming yeah. out of it. And like you know, um, but like I I believe they got like a lot of stuff that uh, people would really dig if they just sort of got past the the runaway train at all, um. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, let, you, let Your Dim Light... But that thing ain't coming back. Let Your Dim Light Shine, This, the album that Misery's off of, is fantastic. And I, I think everyone should listen to it. It's amazing. So, yeah. Very nice.
2: Good effort. No one's going to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, My Seven?
1: Yes. If you want.
2: It, uh, it could have been number one. Could have been in the top five. But... As I edited on, I just I couldn't bring myself to bring it any higher because of the saturation, but I'll forever have space for Gangster's Paradise.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, you're like the ARIA charts. <laughs> yeah, it, it seems harsh and low in a way, but... I think, you know it's what? It's got to be in there. As funny as... It, like It's, it's kind of like now. I'm probably the same feeling I was in, in actual 1995 of like, this fucking song just go away <laughs> Loved it at the start Loved the fact that it sort of broke down a lot of barriers Loved the fact that it charted in Australia for so long But now I just need it to go away Because at, like, we... at
2: work, every morning I get to work yeah. um, We've only got YouTube So like we'll just put music videos on whatever The first song you pick Just sets the tone for what song is going to come next And since I've started there The algorithm has very much swayed <laughs> To mid-90s <laughs> <laughs> I will guarantee to hear this song at least once a day. Nice,
1: which doesn't sound like a lot, but if you hear it, I, I remember four um, times a week. Sometime before we did this season, sometime in the last year, I think I was in a supermarket and it came on. Like you know what, <laughs> this is weird, but also like it's like it's good. Like and like you know what, I walk past at least two people, sort of just like nodding their heads to it. Like you know, it's it's infectious. It's amazing. So yeah.
2: I think it's the first time, not to sound too white, but where probably white people notice that rap genres can have lyrics that aren't yeah. just about derogatory women or drugs or like things you don't understand. Like they are, they can be on a deeper level. It's not, yeah. Like, and a lot suppose... of people say crap
1: music Cause, <laughs> my dad. Um, because my dad, because my dad, yeah, Cause, cause, and also because of like the the minor tone in the actual musicianship because it sounds a bit dangerous it sounds a bit like you could you could say that like you know oh, yeah, i listened to some gangster rap today it's like you listen to gangster paradise <laughs> it's a little bit different. you listen to the biggest hit from 1995. <laughs> um cool um so my number is it number six yeah number yes six. sir um so yeah uh my number six is uh underground by ben folds five um i just love oh, i yeah. loved a, i loved a lot of stuff that he's done like this hell this whole album actually it was on one of my shortlists for the um top five albums but it's the next one will definitely get a look in i think because that's what that that's the one that i discovered him um most on but uh man uh this song in particular is <laughs> never fails to put me in, the, in a good mood um the bass on this too the bass of Benfold's Five is is just amazing. I don't it's usually like it sure I don't usually like a, a effects on it, but because he puts like distortion onto it, but um, in this case, it's 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 fine.
2: <laughs> I think it works so nicely with like a smooth piano, though. Yeah, yeah. Because if and you don't have like... distortion on that bass, then you've got these two like very smooth sounding instruments, that just wouldn't
1: work. And I think um, at the time, I I I think I was, I was just getting into bass, so I probably just thought it was guitar. And then when I saw the clip for it, I'm like, oh fuck, that's a bass. All right. I'm you know and I, I still to this day like there's that there, like there's stuff I can't play because it's like he's a really, really deep, good bass player who I should know the name of and I don't and I'm... <laughs> 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 Um but uh yeah um it's just yeah it's it's one of those ones that just never fails to put me in a good mood and um this is what I think there's a the theme to the list is is um for a lot of it is uh good good times. So
2: I, I mean, I forgot some of your songs, but I feel
1: like we're we're on a nice, friendly track for the most part. Robert Sledge is the bass player. So, so. cool. Um, so what is your number six?
2: My number six, uh, "Staying in My Paradise of Sorts." I feel bad. I don't think we mentioned this. It came out in March or May, and you might be upset with me when you realize that we missed it because it's a good one. I got five on it.
1: You got five on it? Mm-hmm.
2: Don't what tell me it? you don't know what that is.
1: <sighs> oh, no. Oh, no. It's okay. been a long season.
2: Um, well, regardless of the season, we didn't cover it. <laughs>
1: but oh, we do. Oh, f- yeah. I got five on it. Um, we uh... Everyone would know it yeah. from uh, us. us.
2: Yeah. But it... Is, I am regretting not putting this number one now because it's so fucking good. <laughs> Everything about this song. I always thought this was closer to the 2000s. I don't know how it came out the same year as Gangsta's Paradise and did not just absolutely take off.
1: I don't know how I miss this.
2: I, I mean, it wasn't it's a very big release.
1: It must be slipping in my old age. No, um, like it, it,
2: I only just happened across it somehow. So it came out in um, July, yeah. Yeah. Um there was a lot going uh, on in July. There was some shit movies we had to talk and about. And also so like, um fair. I
1: think the, the front cover of the album was like it looks uh looks a little bit <laughs> like just it looks like a bit of a, a college release or something, so <laughs> yeah, I don't um, think it was uh
2: on the label or anything yeah very official. But that, yeah, that's, it is one, one of the best songs right. you'll ever hear.
1: Yeah. I got five on not like, fuck. Alright, yeah. Man, like, you want to oh, redo no, your top five? No, I'm fine. <laughs>
2: This probably should have been number one my number five. When we get to my number five there'll be uh some shake of the heads. For anyone that knows I got five on it. Or if you go and listen to it after this, if you don't like it, um that's an interesting development within your brain. I don't know what happened to you.
1: (laughs) So my number five You're number
2: six. Oh, you're number five, yes. Yeah.
1: My number five is... And look, this album, I could have picked any number of songs off of it because <clears throat> um, I, mean, I think I had like six or five, six singles off of it. Um, but this one, and I've always loved this one more than like, um, like Stupid Girl or Only Happy When It Rains, but oh. um, Vow by Garbage um, is just... It's a banger of a song. Um, it's, I think it's the one I... I, I think it's the, the clip I saw first... And it was the one that was on. I think <laughs> being such a TV head, it's the one that was on the um, ad for the album. Um, you went on and on about this
2: song the month we had it.
1: Yeah, so I'm not gonna go into anymore. But yeah, "Vow" by no oh, you're um, welcome to "Vow" by Garbage, and also listen to the old album because it's, it's it's really good. Um, it
2: is quite good. I I did have it on a shortlist for the albums, but I, they never really. It wasn't a huge Garbage head as a kid.
1: I think I was like I, I, I put it up with like I could either. You know, put um, is that whole thing of, like tonight, tonight and melancholy, and like you know, vow or the whole album, or like even the lines from stats. Like, do I put ironic or you, sh- you want to no. know? Yes. Um, or do you do do you do the whole album? So yeah, but I I'd, I I'd, I'd pick vow. So that's my number five. What is your number four?
2: I am staying on the female side of town with you. Okay. But my side of town is just a sweet, sweet fantasy, baby. <laughs> <laughs>
1: nice. I was wondering if she was going to come on here. Good on you. Uh,
2: part of the the younger Ben, actually, if we went to like 11 year old Ben, he'd be <laughs> like, yeah, Mariah Carey's the only singer in the world. We're in love with her and we'll get ah. married. 18 <laughs> year old Ben would be like, no, rock bands and rock bands only, but you've got to appreciate a good song and you can't take away that she has a big hand in writing these songs and producing these songs. And they are, they're like, uh, when it comes to nineties pop hits, you can't really ignore Mariah Carey. And this no. fantasy is such a good song. And it's like, you N- know, not it's... like hero where it's just a chorus. <clears throat> this is like start to finish. This is, this is, this is top song.
1: Yeah. And this is like a foray into sort of like games, that hip hop sort of groove as well. Cause it was, it was very much like, diva ballad beforehand but like this is this is something you could dance to like it's it's, it's good it, stuff. it was
2: to be honest a flip of a coin with this and one sweet day um which has boys to men on it but nah
1: fantasy all the way nice yeah um good start well we we <laughs> we talked about the problematic clothing choices of the lead singer of this band
2: <laughs> uh-oh did we
1: and how, like, I really like this band and I really like this album. And um, there was one song in oh. particular that um, I, I just... I've, uh, it's, I've always liked... I, I love the clip for it. I've just, I just I've always liked the bass line to it. And it's Sunday Morning by um, No Doubt. And, look, I know... Whatever. Um, <laughs> but at the same time... this It uh, is like, a great song. And like and and the film quits them making, like, pasta on a Sunday... And everyone's just coming to eat under a tree. It's, it, like all, all the negativity um, of, of the don't speak um, music videos is, like, is, is gone. You know, they're, they're not hating each other anymore. They're all together eating spaghetti now. It's fine.
2: <laughs> Reading newspapers, mowing the lawn, all those Sunday things you got to do. <laughs>
1: oh no, it's about a massacre. Um, <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> but yeah, uh, um, Sunday morning is just, if you look, put it on right now. And you'll, you'll, you'll know. It's just like, it's, it's just a... a, a and it's not it's not heaps it's one of those ones like is like they they're always referred to as a scar band still at this point but not like not heaps of their songs that they released were scar related but this one's got a bit of the um like the sort of the groove of of a scar song and um yeah i really like it so uh, whenever
2: we do a uh, melbourne road trip which is often we make yep. a brand new playlist each time yep and if there is a no doubt song on there it is generally this song
1: yeah it's great a good choice um me and my wife are uh, big fans of it so yeah uh what is your number three my number three is quite
2: a way away from scar i'm in <laughs> disco 2000 with pop
1: ah, i was wondering if that was gonna get on there yeah I, I did think of um common people too but it's just i i, I don't think our Britpop, a bit basic our brit pop um, sensibilities are quite uh separate like um i'm more blur and lots of stuff and uh yeah pl- i'm pulp. whatever is actually good pulp <laughs> pulp i've just never cottoned on to I, I really want to i've always wanted to but i'll just never be able to so um but yeah just get thousands a good song
2: i'm not deeply into pulp law or wherever you have how you describe being into a band i don't pulp know fiction. um but ha- after seeing them in like 2007, my eyes were open to this is a really good band and they have yeah. really good songs. I'm not going to go through your discography, but if you come up, I'm going to listen and I'm going to appreciate. And I did not know, like uh, consciously, I did not know that they did this song. Yeah. Uh, and I was delighted to find out this year that they do, and it is an excellent tune. It's I've Charles probably Cocker been in many is, um... films
1: and TV shows and ads and that yeah. throughout the years. But Jarvis Cocker is uh, interesting. Interesting dude, too. He's done some stuff that's quite funny and some stuff that's not. But, yeah. <laughs> Mostly <laughs> he, and, interesting in a good way. Yeah, and he, he just reminds me of Dylan Moran. So, yeah. Yeah. Or a <laughs> bug. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's your number three. Now, my number three. Uh Really love this. I mean, um, again, like, I think for a lot of her albums, it's kind of the same. And I, I, I hate myself for that, but it's, like if you're a big fan of PJ Harvey, like I'm sure you'll love everything, um, but I'm a bit more pedestrian and down by the water had to be on my top ten list. Cause that, this song's such a good song. It's been, um, it's, it's another one that like has, has been on a lot of my lists. Um, you can feel the, like I've, I've watched a couple of live um, versions of it too. And um, she sort of just like, the way she moves around the stage, the way she sings this, it's just, it's, it's amazing. So, um, yeah, uh, Down by the Water by PJ Harvey is, is my number three. And um, if you've never heard it, or if you, if the album's like, not saying the album's bad. It's just that um, this song in particular just, just really stood out to me um, as one that's important. So, yeah.
2: I feel like we're lining up quite well. Where if you pick a female artist, then I follow with a female artist. <laughs>
0: <laughs> because yeah.
2: my number three is Sleater Kinney's The Day I Went Away
1: ah yeah I was, I was, I was, they were on my shortlist um, but I know that they got some other albums coming up that I, I'm a bit more sort of familiar with but yeah this that, was quite... that's how I
2: felt going into this Like I liked their middle era slightly later stuff never delved into them too much at the start like it was a bit raw and rough and yeah, I'll, I'll be honest I like a catchy easy to listen to song a lot of the time yeah, um, and the day I went away ticks those boxes. Uh, like it is a bit rough and raw here and there, but it's yeah, that's kind got of like the whole thing. Great melody it. to it. It's, yeah, it's a banger, certified. certified. Very keen. I'm glad to have uh, come across it because I wouldn't have dove back into no the earlier stuff.
1: And I'm looking forward to like that sort of stuff. Like a lot of the bands that are still around now, like this is when they they bring out those debut releases that don't get a lot of play, and it's like oh, we can we can get back into it. So. Um, you're gonna hate my number two. Uh oh. You're gonna hate it. Am I? But I and look, I didn't think I was gonna like it as much this time around too, but when i when I was listening to it on it when it came out on in its month and just in my this compilation I was listening to right now. Where the wild Roses grow is just a bang uh-huh. of the song. Um, <laughs> I'm not yeah, and I'm not the hugest Nick K fan. Like I'm obviously more than you, um. But I like the fact that like, <laughs> K- um, Kylie Minogue was doing it's like a little bit like you know, um, left the center for her too. Um, her vocals on this are great. It's a great song, great, great, um, uh, film clip, and yeah, I just love it. So, and also some Australian represent on the on the top ten list too. Um, but yeah, um, this one was uh one that I was always I always um stop and listen to so
2: well it's, it's Rose not is great, bad it's, it's it's i mean it's good i can't say that it's not a good song i just um it's not a nick caver you know oh
1: no yeah yeah it's probably i, the, I respect probably, your choice probably one of the only um one of the probably the only truly depressing song <laughs> and it's probably not that depressing song but the, the nick caver will, will make anything depressing <laughs> yeah he does that
2: um i am going to not disappoint with my number two yep hand me my nose ring
1: <laughs> ah, nice yeah uh
2: I was a bit shocked that your underground was quite low yeah my underground has been quite high throughout the whole <laughs> list well, doesn't cease to be underground <laughs> uh, it's it popped its head out and it stayed there because yep. it's it's so good I love benfold's voice like he said the bass yep. um I was obsessed with the next album to come, uh-huh. never really got into him much before or after that, except this one song, that should have been on that album where it suited to be. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, no, it's, you've it's, already said enough. It's
1: it's it's a great song. Yeah. Um. Oh man. I'm... <laughs> Do we have the same? We must. Uh, no, you don't. We don't. And I kind of want you to oh, go no. first. Ah, oh, that means you've you've forgot. I forgot what. I'll go
2: first, and then you can change your mind. <laughs>
1: sure. What is it? I got ID. No, no, that was on my list. <gasps> no, that wasn't. That wasn't on my list, but it was it? Was it was on my thing? But I was, I was, I was like, no, nah, no. Nah. Wow. Uh, um, please, tell me about okay. I got ID because you uh, now, now you know what even more now it's gonna sting like what what I've picked for my number one. Jesus.
2: If it is um, Little Blue Junebug, I'll be very <laughs> upset.
1: It's not, that, uh, it's not that one.
2: <laughs> like underground, I when I started writing my list, I put this song first. Um, not assuming it would be first, but it was like this is the first song of this year that I know that I love, and I will love from the first time I heard it, and and I will love it the last time that I ever hear it. Yeah, it's not like the most, you know, exquisite or like in, intricate song. It's not that fancy. But it's that simplicity to it, I think, and the way Eddie like roars over it here and there, and seeing it live, it's a different beast. It's, uh, it's, it's great. It's a lot of bias. There's a lot of nostalgia and sentiment that make it my number one. Um, yeah, I think if I got ID wasn't out this year, I could have had I got five on it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I yeah, so with the, I, I got ID like I I it was on my list, and I was like, and I think it was just the fact that. Um, uh, when I went through and like put my ones that I definitely wanted on there it was sort of like it was between that one and a, and a few others and I was like oh, I just don't know whether like and maybe it's because it was in December and I haven't listened to it much but um, yeah I, I just think it was just um, in my opinion like overshadowed by a bunch of stuff and I was like you know maybe if it had been sort of released earlier it would have been like a mainstay but yeah I said like, you know, this top ten kids list if you did it next week would be completely different. But um yeah. yeah. Would it though? I don't I don't want to say one now. <laughs> you know what? No, I will. Because okay, this is the be, reason. Be proud. This is what this, this, is, will, what you and, want. this is. I what said, you're I, I said the it. same thing when I picked it um in, in one of my months too. Like this is a time where like it was good to see people just having fun. Um, on the on the radio and on TV and stuff like that, and music and like this band gets like so disregarded i think because they they, they were kind of like um a bit of a um they know. weren't a joke band but
2: they were They weren't a joke like...
1: band but they yeah but they and like this song in particular and like this song gets in my head i'll say like at least once a month and
2: i remember you felt shame on the month as well and i yeah. i don't know if if i says something to make you feel shame, but no, no, no. I fully support it.
1: Oh no, but I think, I think maybe
2: not this one, but
1: <laughs> I think if, if people were going to ask you, to the country, gonna eat a lot of I would say no. To the eat... the reason, and the thing is like, I think having, having like sort of lived it back then, like at an age where like, you know, you're aware of what's going on with um music. Like I wasn't that heavily, I wasn't, I was a bit too young for the whole grunge thing. But doing this podcast now and having gone through grunge and having gone through last year with like Kurt and everything and seeing the shift from grunge to like this more medley type sort of thing coming. I do appreciate the fact that there was some bands that just wanted to be happy. <laughs> <laughs> and Presidents of the United States were one of those bands, and I loved them. I still do. And Peaches is just a fucking amazing song.
2: I really thought it was going to be Lump, and then I would have been very supportive of your choice.
1: Um, uh, the reason I don't like Lump is because um, my nickname in high school was Lumpy and um, gave oh. people a reason to sing that song in my face. Um, uh, that's fair. So, but like Peaches, Because like- that sounds much better. <laughs> yeah, no. No, it's not that. Um, I like the fact that, like, Peaches starts off, like, nice and sort of happy, but it does kick up a gear, um, and it's just, you know, and it's one of those ones, like, you can try and find meaning if you want, but I'm pretty sure it's just about Peaches and it can, Um, and that's fine by me, Um, like, sometimes (laughs) I don't need to have a crossword puzzle of, of like, what the song could mean, Um, sometimes I just want to move into the country and eat a lot of Peaches, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that's what I've. Chosen. Do you think
2: they were heavily influenced by uh, Violent Femmes?
1: I don't know. Like as I said before, like these guys, I feel like were, goofiness about them. These guys were like mainstays in the Seattle uh, grunge scene. Like they they played in a lot of bands. Um, like I think one or both of them are like one or two of them are certified geniuses. Um, they're just. I think you'll find that they they were always in the background um, and sort of had a lot of. And maybe just they thought, like, oh, shit, we'll just... And, like, they had that thing of, like, a, they were a bit gimmicky. They had, like, only two strings on their guitars and bass and lots of stuff, but it's, it's still, it still still rocks.
2: Um, I do agree that you would not find a lot of meaning in this song, but <clears throat> I, I always would have said the same. I just thought it was nonsense about peaches. Yeah. The uh, second verse, Yeah. if I may, took a little nap with a roots or twist, squished a rotten peach in my fist, and dreamed about you, woman. I poked my finger down inside. Make a little room for an ant to hide. Nature's candy in my hand or can or pie. Yeah. That's What's all about peaches. There? What's going on there? That's all on? about peaches. What's going on there? Is he having sex with that peach?
1: <laughs> it was the 90s. That's what we were all <laughs> having sex with. We are all having sex with stone fruit. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Uh, Fucking... Jason Biggs ruined it by fucking the pie. (laughs) We're like, we're quietly happy having sex with fruit, and then he had to go like made a big deal of it, and you know, fucking Biggs. Um, (laughs) so that is our that is that is the end of our lists. Uh, again, like, look, these ones were weird. There was it was it was uh, for some reason the the other lists I seemed to think there was for. I'm trying to say. So for a year that like outwardly seems to have like um, more consistently good things being released, when you watch that stuff and dig a little deeper, you realize that it's not that great. <laughs> Whereas in the previous seasons, because maybe we didn't realize what was out there and what got released then, I think there's a lot more surprises. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, yeah. So like, stuff know... that you didn't know, or you didn't realize that you knew. Yeah, yeah, we got to like, I think Waterfalls was probably the turning point. Yeah. yeah. We were like, oh, hang on. I remember this song, but I don't remember it coming out. I thought this was like 98. And it's like, oh shit, there's a lot of stuff that came out in 95 that mm. we thought was 97 or 98. And then so it I just think, wasn't as good as we hoped. I, I
1: think, think as, as as we go now, like the, the shift of the podcast will be like maybe rather than like having like that aha moment of like, oh, um, of, um, <laughs> Like oh man, like this got released then. Oh man, I haven't heard this this version of this, or I haven't seen this movie, or like um, I haven't seen it for like several years. Now it's going to be like, oh, I really liked this back in '96, but now I listen to it and it is trash. (laughs) So maybe like just then,
2: hundreds of listeners tuned out.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So there might might be a tonal (laughs) shift, Um, but I think we'll still find some nuggets. I think we'll still find some 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 good stuff there. Um, and there will be one thing to look forward to. Yeah. Well, I mean, probably not for everyone,
2: but for yourself and potentially myself, I want to give a quick shout out to Ben, uh, one of the co-hosts who this season got 11 out of 12 coded segments beat the clock.
1: You did very well.
2: Um, I still did not know the tune very well to, we didn't start the fire. So we didn't guess the name will not be returning
1: in its current format in 1996. Oh, we're going to change it up.
2: Will, huh? There will be a new song.
1: Have you worked out what that song's going to be yet?
2: I worked it out a long time ago, and I've been sitting on it for so long. Is it the one that you told me it was going to be? Next year, our Conan O'Brien segment will be River of Guests. <laughs> <laughs> we're staying with Paul's saviour, William Martin Joel, and his River of Dreams, which it's probably not going to be an easier song it but... will actually
1: not be i'm I'm wondering what part of that song you're going to do is it going to be in who the knows? middle of the night
2: who knows <laughs> i'm sure it will change i can't week.
1: wait to hear about how many times you have listened to that to get the melody down and still get it wrong but uh, yep yeah weekly i'm sure yeah so until that, 1990- that's my big 96 news <laughs> so that's that's 1995 thank you so much for listening to us um We've loved doing it. Uh, we will be back um I'm gonna say June. Um, but maybe before then, but then um I I believe at some point in the next um couple of weeks we're going to be starting back up um Do You Thing on Spooky, which is will be season three of the X Files. We're doing two X Files episodes. Um you can find that wherever you get your podcast. We'll put a couple of up on the Living in the Past um stream as well, so you can check it out. So you can't um, hide from it. Yeah, you can't hide from it. <laughs> listen to us please <laughs> um, we're gonna be doing um, yeah like it's, it's a lot of sort of planning going into um, our watch alongs and we might even put a couple of uh, if we do a ghost tour anytime in between Ooh, yeah, we might we uh, we might, um, might do a, a couple of bonus episodes but yeah we'll um, I will endeavour to keep the uh, uh, Instagram a bit more <laughs> frequently updated um so you might see some throwbacks to like our, uh, like this season and, and our past seasons and just things to, that we uh, missed maybe, perhaps. Yeah. Um We we
2: did kind of miss the invention of internet porn in July of nineteen
1: ninety five. We did, yeah. Um which was by a woman. Oh, good on know. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I so. <laughs> um uh so if you want to get in contact with us, living the past pod at gmail dot com. Um send us an email if there's anything you want us to make sure that we don't miss in 1996 please let us know um, if there's any ideas because we're going to do a couple of more of those um, sort of concentrating on one movie episodes so if there's a movie that you want us to do a bit of a deep dive on um, please suggest it I don't know if we're definitely going to do it um, Black Sheep will not be one of them <laughs> uh, um, not I had a look I looked through and I was like there's a couple of I was going to sort of earmark but there's a couple of them are like way too long too so I'm like oh. Make sure we we no, work that you. out. Um but yeah, again, thank you so much for listening and um we will catch you all. Uh... And if
2: everyone has a, a moment of silence uh to take in appreciation for Paul and everything that he's done for us this podcast would not be in your ears if it was not for Paul Lumsden. Oh, so thanks. give him a round of applause wherever you are. Um not if you're driving. And also for putting up with me on a <laughs> weekly basis. I'll be on Zoom in two minutes. Make that fifteen minutes. I'll be there at quarter two. Yeah, and he's still there waiting for me every time. I am.
1: That's right. Our Lord and Savior. <laughs> PDL. <laughs> Thank you very much, and I appreciate you for um, all that you do. <laughs> <laughs> for showing up. Generally. <laughs> generally. <laughs> um, cool, and for thanks for up all. Space. Um, yeah, thanks, 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 everyone for listening, and we'll be back uh, probably in June. So we'll see you then. Um, take care, and uh, yeah. Thanks for listening to Living in the Past. Music by Antigold. Check out his stuff at antigold.bandcamp.com. Artwork by Carly Kagenvan. Check out her stuff at carlakagenvan.design on Instagram. Or email her at at hotmail.com. Do you like The X Files? Check out our other podcasts, Do Your Thing on Spooky, available on all podcast platforms. Like what you're hearing? Give us a faster review and a comment on Apple, Spotify, or Chartable. Stay cozy, look back, and relax.